Uh, hey, which is the Warlocks? It's your boy, Joel Kleiberger. So it's been a bit of a wacky couple weeks. Got my car stolen. Uh, watch out, all of you Kia Soul owners. Apparently it's trendy to steal those. And then, after three years of playing it safe and washing my hands and washing my mail and wearing my masks and getting quadruple boosted, I managed to get COVID and I'm blaming 80s hair metal on it because I saw Queen's in concert. That's neither here nor there. Our regularly scheduled program is going to be a little bit late because of all of the drama. So to placate you while you wait, we've decided to give you a little sneak peek of what's going on in the Patreon with one of the most fun episodes we've had so far with Paranormal Challenge, Episode 7, The Trans Allegheny Asylum. There will be a link to where to find, where to watch this in the description. Uh, thank you for your patience. Me and Eric love you. <coughs> Me and Eric love you all. And uh, I'll get better soon. Okay, bye. Have fun. Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Try it, man. Do not Try say it. you're starting to shake. Okay. I am. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of you. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark Paranormal Challenge the only podcast with the energy to scream <laughs> at Zach Bagans and his boys uh, oh. welcome damn and I hey I'm Eric Hoofnagel yeah I'm Joel I'm Joel mm, Kleinberger there it is God, how many what percentage of this beer is <laughs> I bet it's fucking nothing, man. You have no ability to drink anymore. I you have, don't. You've like, I, like we'll we'll start, and you'll be like, I had half a Corona. Sorry, I'm hammered. Apologize. Sorry about that. I really apologize. We are in the home stretch of Paranormal Challenge, and what a journey it has been. Oh my God! Watching Zach Bagans flounder through this project, and the only through line throughout this entire series is Zach's love of his siren and Dave Schrader's growing hatred of Zach <laughs> and his sh fucking siren. <laughs> I feel it is going to reach a fever pitch by the end. There, There is definitely an alternate timeline where this is the moment that big Dave Schrader lost his mind and strangled Zach to death on camera. And that episode got leaked onto Faces of Death 6. <laughs> well, speaking of Faces of Death, for fuck's sake, man, this episode... We're at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in Weston, West Virginia. It is believed that these hallways still echo the voices of thousands of screaming patients that once called this place home. Teams, how you doing? Whoa. It's like pink explosion over here. That's right. Yeah, Matching cool. shoes are really cute. You like that? Yeah. Stuck here an awfully long time, baby. Look at that. Stacy's actually uh, 
inviting Jacob to come spend some solo time with us. Wow. Offering to make love and get down tonight. Audio up on stage. This is Paranormal Challenge. Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. <laughs> they start out with a warning. Which oh, yes. we have oh, not God. had a warning at the beginning of uh, a paranormal challenge yet. No. And it's only because Zach decides to open the entire episode with the most gratuitous footage of a live, real lobotomy. Yeah, I And it's know. the most horrifying shit I've ever watched. If you took the clips that they use in this, including some really disturbing cutaways that are not. Oh! You could string them together in a Event Horizon Oh, absolutely. Montage. Yes, yes. What did you see? The dark. <laughs> what happened to your eyes? Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. You know, I'm going to come out and say, I'm going to put my, my neck out there on the line, Eric, and... You know, uh, this is the episode I feel like they actually kind of hit their stride. <laughs> oh, really? This is the first episode where I was like, Zach kind of actually has it together. Like, this actually feels like not a failure for the first time. Uh, I don't know, man. I think that, like, we are seeing this with a whole new light after watching Demon House. <laughs> and, like, we're cutting back to desperate and like over the top Zach um which is the Zach that I like I like yeah. intense Zach who's coming at the camera to fucking bodies hit the floor just we're at Allegheny fucking lunatic asylum we're ready to fucking push some ice picks up in your fucking brain let's go it feels like they kind of figured it out his intro has that intensity but it doesn't feel forced and he doesn't have the horrible freeze frame edits where he's like his eyes are half closed <laughs> like it's a tim and eric sketch yeah but like they but they do put in that like little like scene where he's he's frowning and looking at the camera and there's a man standing behind him <laughs> and he, look, he looks back over his shoulder and the man disappears this is freaky dude like, Zach has big game show host energy. Yeah. Which is technically what this is. It is kind of a game show. If, and that's why I feel like it fits more. Yes. He feels like he's more of a host. Like, he actually got comfortable being a host. I think this is his denial phase. Yeah. <laughs> he's halfway through the season. He's had some hard times. Um, it's not been working very well. He's been getting really desperate. And now he's halfway through and he's like, uh, no, no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. This is going to be big. This is going to be a big, this is going to be big. It's going to be a hit. I have all my friends. It's going to be like, great. This show is going to be huge hit. Okay. So we debunked that there, guys. Good job. Let's get into this episode because we, which is Warlocks, are at the trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. It was built in 1864. Great year for mental health. Well, okay, it kind of was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay, because here's the thing. <laughs> it, it, we, we just talked about how they opened this with fucking shock treatment videos and fucking lobotomies. That came in the early 1900s. When this was opened, it was opened by a, a, a gentleman 
by the name of Thomas Story Kirkbride, who was a physician, and he was one of the early crusaders of focusing on the mentally ill. Tell me his name again. Thomas Story Kirkbride. That sounds like an alien trying to come up with like an American <laughs> male name. Yeah, like an AI. Yeah, yeah. It's like the 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 fucking bad guys from uh, from Dark City, like Mister oh, Book, yeah. Mister Story, Mister Hand. <laughs> the thing is, though, he had a great idea, especially for being this early in mental health. Uh, there was a a famous reformer for mental health called Dorothea Dix who they both basically had this premise of like trying to just be open about mental health issues and talk about them openly instead of just shoving people in asylums. Okay. All right. One of the reasons why there are so many of these like gigantic open air facilities in America that have like these, you know, huge sprawling campuses is he emphasized the importance of light and fresh air and suggested that asylums be designed with open halls, high ceilings, plenty of windows and ventilation that allowed for cross breezes and, and room and freedom because he felt that people suffering from mental illness should be allowed to roam and find stimulation as much as possible so that they can heal. Okay. Okay. So it's, a great start, yeah. but then, of course, the state budget comes in, and a facility that can only house 250 <laughs> patients ends up with thousands of patients thousands. at once. And then they just start fucking shoving ice picks up in their brains. Jesus Christ. Yep, ice picks in the brains. Which continued until, like, what? The, like, fucking 80s? Like, lobot- what was the last lobotomy? Like, 1970-something? The last recorded lobotomy in the United States was per, uh, performed by Dr. Walter Freeman in 1967. Isn't that the guy that yeah. they were talking about? Yeah. Yes, he, this, he this was fucking there. Lobotomy he was fucking the there. Guy. <laughs> yeah. 1967? He was, like, 80 years old. He's like, ass. He's like the fucking grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got him, grandpa. You got him. Come on. You know you can do it. Oh, he, he, he was the best. He was the best striker on the line. He's he's the best. You're not going to feel a damn thing. You're not going to feel a thing. Those beeves always went down and one. Don't worry. Grandpa's the best. <laughs> yeah, they wheel him out and hand yeah. him a pick and just let him suckle a little blood off of a finger to get him going. <laughs> so we've got some bashing head energy in oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And of all the kinds of institutions out there in America where you could feasibly argue that ghosts would probably be a thing, I think basically any mental health institution that's been around for more than 50 years is probably a good one. Yeah, but, like, you know, not a good place to be mean to the ghosts who suffered horribly and were, like... You know, mentally challenged, strapped to chairs, and fucking lobotomized. And Zach is like, "You get, let's fucking hunt some fucking ghosts, man. Let's fuck them up. Let's get them." There's a little girl and an old woman that has been confined to a feeder chair for her entire <laughs> life. I want you to fuck them up. <laughs> I chose these teams because I can tell they're not gonna back down. I chose these teams because they're both large and in charge. <laughs> I chose these teams because they were the only two available in West Virginia. <laughs> I chose these teams because the Craigslist ad did not get as much traction as I thought it would. And showing up to the shoot 
is Appalachian Paranormal first. Largest boys. Appalachian Paranormal, based in West Virginia. The name Appalachian actually means the people on the other side. If things get to a more malevolent level, we can take it there. They are brought into frame with a crash zoom at a Dutch angle. <laughs> We've got Jeff, the leader, mm -hmm. uh, Matt, the second investigator, and Tony, the equipment tech. But, oh, he's so much more. Except that he's not uh -huh. at all. It is very funny the way these boys are introduced because clearly Jeff is a massive goober. Yeah. We start with Jeff and he's like, he's like, yeah, my uh, Appalachian means uh, ones from the in-between time dinner. We're going in there. <laughs> and then it cuts to Matt. Matt's asking the big questions. He's like, where? When? Why? I'm asking. How? I'm asking these questions. If there's <laughs> dark, wait, we got it. We got to work on a Bill Clinton impersonation. Oh no! If there's dark entity. Oh, oh wow! Who oh, the my fuck God, is that? No. Shut Bob up! Dole. Oh my God! Oh, I'm a pathetic. That was the oh, worst. worst. That was the worst was the Bill worst. Clinton I have ever heard. <laughs> I don't know if I can release this episode now. You my career, to, you my career is over. In. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> you fucking did Bob Dole or something. I don't know who that was. Bob Dole going bad to bad. My name is Bill Clinton. That's <laughs> my Bill, Bill Clinton impression. I'm going to play my saxophone to get these spirits out. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm a Bill Clinton. I'm fucking, I like to come on dresses and use mm. cigars in the wrong way. I'm Bill Clinton. I like I like fucking my wife, Hillary, except for she never, that, that whole been dried up for years because she's actually a reptilian. She's a lizard. She's got a cloaca. Oh, God. No! Joel. I've seen her blink back those eyes. <laughs> if if you name this episode Hillary Clinton's cloaca... Um, excuse me. Hillary Clinton's dried up <laughs> dusty cloaca. That is horrible. I hate that so much. Joel, did I ever tell you about about how I became unfriends with my mom's stupid bird? <laughs> I was not expecting that sentence to end with bird. No. Tell me what happened with you and Pikachu. So Pikachu... And I never got along, right? For for reference, your red-cheeked yellow cockatiel. Yeah, who who came to us named Pikachu, and he his favorite thing to say was "I'm a Pikachu," and it was fucking annoying as hell. Oh, his also his favorite thing to do was make the sound of a dog squeaky toy, because oh, no. he came from a family with dogs with squeaky toys, so all he would do is scream. <laughs> It was so fucking annoying. So one day I was like trying to get his trust and I'm like slowly putting my hand in the cage. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he finally like is slowly putting his foot on my hand. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to get on my finger. This is going to be so cool. And he finally steps all the way on my hand and just starts rubbing his fucking cloaca on my finger. <laughs> so hard and his beak is wide open and he's going ah, 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 ah. And, and, and I went oh ew oh ew and I flung him off my hand and we were and we were never friends again and I'm glad he's dead 
<laughs> How old were you? I was probably like 15, 16 years old. So oh I knew exactly what that little fucker was doing. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> just the thought of Pikachu just like, eh. and he's looking right in my fucking eyes. He's looking right in my eyes, rubbing just. Ah, ah, ah. Oh my god! Fucking the worst. Fucking hate birds. I hate birds. Well, our next team is gals. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about Gals. Gals Paranormal, based in West Virginia. There's not a lot of people out there that's ballsy enough to do this type of work. And if you are, you have to be serious about it. And we are very serious. People who are not birds, uh, that is Gals, the ghosts, apparitions, apparitions and, lost, and souls. lost souls. Paranormal is... Oh. So I guess the full extension of their acronym is not Gals, but GALSP. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Gals. <laughs> Their fucking title card looks like they're about to drop an album about taking down service workers. Oh, no, 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 Joel. They they look like they're about to drop an album about going to uh, a fucking school board meeting and yelling about CRT. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want none of this trans media in our schools. I heard that you were bringing in drag queen strippers to teach history. <laughs> I have the only history book right here that you need, and it's called the Bible. Yeah, Jackie, Mandy, and Stacy. All the angriest moms in town. Mandy, the, the leader. And man, can she yell. Yeah! Like, she could be in a death metal band, just <laughs> she could She could release a cover of Down With A Sickness. <laughs> And then we got Stacy, and we'll get into Stacy because she's oh, my girl. Who, she's my who girl. isn't? Who isn't gonna get into Stacy? <laughs> oh, uh, save that for later. <laughs> Put that in your so, back pocket. Jackie, the equipment tech, who is the only one that knows how to turn on cameras for these old ladies. And they say, "Hey, they're all guys. We're all girls. Anything, guys, girl, girls can do better." You just said anything, guys, oh, girl. Fuck. I, I just, dude, like, I literally anything that guys, I girl, felt, girls go better. Girl, go, girl. Guy, girl, better. I felt my brain like <laughs> seize up and shut off like halfway through that sentence, and my mouth kept going, and I was like, "Well, I'm here for the ride." <laughs> anything, guys, girl, girls, gal, better. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, guys, gals, guys, go better. <laughs> I can get gals go better than you. They're all guys. We're all girls. Anything men can do, girls can do better. They get introduced, and Zach does his, like, best reveal of himself so far. Again, hitting his stride. Oh. He kind of, like, impishly pokes his head out of the little door. Sly, smiling little limp. Oh. Little With scampy boy. <laughs> he's a little scampy, this little shrimp scampy boy. And he's he's out there with Rebecca Jordan, the owner and expert. <laughs> okay. All right. You could say that one again. <laughs> Thank you. You are fully allowed. You are you are allowed to, to do that <laughs> sentence again. <laughs> he's out there with Rebecca Jordan, the owner and expert. And <laughs> and the tome, the tome holder. She's holding a book. A very special book that gives me chills. I'm actually kind of a big fan of Rebecca. I did some digging on her. 
as I do. Obviously, some of this is a reverse Scooby-Doo because she opens up this facility for paranormal investigators, blah, blah, blah. She is actually trying to restore the facility to working order because it is a waste of great real estate. And recently, yes, Queen, she is turning the 60-acre property into a medical cannabis growing facility. (laughs) Fuck yeah! (laughs) Rebecca... You know, 420 blazes it uh-huh. all the way through this. She's like, bruh, there's like a little girl named Lily. There's some old bitch named Ruth. Dude, straight up, dude. Okay, so like like old Ruth is such a depressing story. She's like, she was there for like 23 years. She ended up being stuck in a feeder chair. Yeah, which is a, a wheelchair with like a fucking cafeteria tray on it. Joel... If I don't get, like, really interesting, really wealthy, or really hot, that's how I'm going to end my life. I'm going to, like, I'm going to be alone in a feeder chair. You will not be alone because I'll oh, be Oh, you'll be in the you. feeder chair right next to me. <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep you. You're, you're going to be my fucking podcast slave. I'm going to oh. put you in my basement. In front of, like, monitors in a, with a microphone. By then, you'll just be able to, like, have uh, an AI bot, like, take on my personality. No one can replace you, Eric. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. And Jacob Ayers is the most relatable ghost I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're, this is the crazy shit, like, about how who they used to lock up in an asylum. Mm-hmm. This guy just sounds like literally all my friends. He had problems with alcohol and depression. Yeah. D- a man before his time. Fucking millennial. Now, Jacob was around 29 to 30 years old when he was first admitted in 1892. He had a lot of problems, uh, primarily with uh, drinking and depression. Like, I'm feeling a little irked, or at least, like, irked adjacent. And then these guys bringing their bad vibes? Bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. They're getting in the lockdown, and Zach does his dramatic walk down the hallway to the teams. But, you know, and his attempt at playful banter feels less forced this time. Uh, he feigns surprise. Well, no, he does the the fake out, and he's like, oh, it's like a pink explosion over there from the cows. And then, I don't know if this hit you as hard as it hit me, but he... He kind of ruins Appalachian Paranormal's entire fucking day. Oh, yeah. By like, hey, what are you guys, triplets? You fucking fat idiots. <laughs> nice matching shoes, you fucking losers. Nice converse. Who fucking, what do you want to be, hipsters, idiots? Matching shoes are really cute. You like that? Yeah. In general, in male culture, if a man calls something that you are wearing or doing cute, it's like as dismissive and insulting as they could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, we saw how Zach reacted when Dave said that a boy was cute. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god, dude. What the fuck, Dave? Are you gay? And you know what, Eric? (laughs) What? I'm wearing my black Converse in solidarity with Appalachian Paranormal because they are cute. They're cute (laughs) shoes. I like them. Yeah, no. Converse are great. The fact that these three Lorge boys got together and they did decide to do matching shirts and matching shoes 
Way to go, guys. They're trying. They are trying. They are trying. And and unfortunately, they all do look like the same man at different heights. Um, <laughs> this is true. And that is probably what led Zach to be like, they must be related, Rain. And then somebody was like, no, 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 they're all just friends. And he's like, I'm going to call them triplets. Did, did you also, I don't know if this is just me, but did you also think that this could have ended in romance and all three of all both teams just marrying each other because they look like they were already couples. Oh, yeah. I actually felt like maybe they already were. Except, I don't know, man. I don't know if anyone on Team Appalachie can handle Stacy. <laughs> I think I know why your knees hurt. Sorry. <laughs> There's plenty of other men in this world. I don't need you. Zach tries to get the teams pumped up. He leads an oorah. Unlike every other episode, mostly because of fucking Mandy guttural screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, come on, guys, let me get a woo. And then she's like, ah, just fucking full out, just let's go. It's the fucking Urukai scream at the Battle of Helm's Deep. <laughs> and the march. The drums of the deep. And Zach's like, yeah, that's the energy yeah, I need. Yeah, that's, that's when they're talking to the gals, and the gals are like, the age of men is over. The time of the galsp is at hand. <laughs> are you guys ready for this? So it begins. Zach is introducing uh, the judges. Oh man, all star cast. All star. All star laid out. <laughs> Somebody once told me the world <laughs> is gonna roll me, and psychic Chris Fleming is there. Is not the tar- sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> psychic Chris Fleming is not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. Uh, on the flip side of that is electrical engineer and skeptic Bill Chapel, who I think gets put into a corner as much or more than Alexandra Holzer did. Yes. More. And then we've got big, <laughs> big Dave Schrader. Big, oh, he's, so, he's such a big bull. Zach takes his feminine, minuscule hands and just <laughs> rubs them on Dave's massive big shoulders <laughs> just like rubbing it was like oh he's my main boy he's my main big boy oh he's get him such rubbing. a big meat he's such a big meat. oh he's a big mole who's a big mole i wonder if at the very end of the every episode they give him a pig ear a dried out pig <laughs> ear and he just and he just ah just lays into it <laughs> in the uh, in the extra <laughs> in the extra footage you see especially when they're in the south dave just cracks open a jar of pickled pig's feet it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he just puts him in his mouth and pulls out the bone. Yeah. <laughs> like the fucking king in, uh, in Sword in the Stone. Yeah. He is the only human male that is actually able to put an entire fish in his mouth and pull out just the skeleton. Damn. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I think I had a clam gasm. Clam gasm. <laughs> Holy kitty cow. Hi. Dude, we get such a heavy fucking thur. If I'm not going to call this Hillary Clinton's dusty sealed reptilian <laughs> cloaca, <laughs> I'm going to call it 
<laughs> the request 2022. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do call it that. I will call it Hillary Clinton's dusty sealed reptilian. No, <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, though, like this is maybe my my favorite. Thur judges, are you ready? Yes, ready. All right, ready. let's ask the contestants if they're ready. After he takes them on the tour of his bat cave. Oh my! God. This is the most detail they've ever gone into, the, like the production side of the show, which is weird for being episode seven. But it was kind of nice, like, sh like, hey, here's all the people. That's what the, these fucking people in the back are doing, are watching the other cameras. We actually understand that it's not just his fans sitting there. It is the nerve center, baby. It's the Bat Cave. God, such a dork. Speaking of dorks, uh, do you want to uh, take a little Bible study with me? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Chris Fleming shows up. It's so funny because we just learned about him and his future with Zach. And it's fascinating. It really is how these connections can form where we just watched Demon House and that's when we got introduced to Chris Fleming and his concept of Eight out of ten power level demons and all this shit. Quinky dink. Quinky dink house continues to have an effect on us. We're cursed. Eric, I have good news. Do you? I do. About Chris Fleming? Well, because of Chris Fleming, psychic, medium, <laughs> paranormal researcher. Psychic medium. Psychic slash medium. I don't know if they're different. Maybe he's not a high psychic. He's a medium psychic. <laughs> No, he's a high psychic because I listened to some of his podcast called Spirit Talk. The episode that I found that I will be talking about. He did flub the introduction and he got a little Freudian slip and he, he introduced it as Spirit Cock. No! And he didn't cut it out? No, he rolled with it. Proud of wow. him. Wow. Is he a funny man or is he just incompetent? He's incompetent. Okay. Because we, we have some of that. We're, we're just funny and incompetent. But Eric, there's there's good news. Yeah. I listen to Chris and it's all real. You know, like Dungeons and Dragons, how there's like <laughs> different planes of existence. There's like the infernal plane and there's the Feywilds and you can meet gnomes and dwarves <laughs> and, yeah. and elementals. It's all real, Eric. Oh, man. That's such good news. Cousin Gnome is an elemental. And I was in Scotland filming a show where we went to the island of Aden and brought a castle where there were elementals and we came in contact with elementals. I had some extraordinary conversations there with the Fae. <gasps> Gnomes are fucking real, according to Chris. I'm ready. I'm ready for some like really intense racism from this. <laughs> Why? He's like he's like gnomes are real. Gnomes are Mexican. They're <laughs> not that far off. <laughs> he does claim to have an EVP that he plays. Where it is a gnome calling him racist. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Okay. 
Okay. And a clear voice comes through that says, it's racist. And we all started laughing like, oh my God, it's racist. But it makes sense. It's like, would you put an Asian a statue of an Asian person on your front yard if you're not Asian? Would you do that for a black person or something else? It just it just seems out of, you know, racist mm-hmm. in a way. Witches and Warlocks and Eric Hoofnagel, if you want to spend an hour and a half of your life listening to some of the most insane shit I have ever heard come out of two seemingly cogent adults. I'd highly recommend the spirit cock episode of his show where he talks about the existence of fucking gnomes. Wow. Dude, I am so excited. I am going to fucking listen to so much of this. We're talking little beardy boys with monochrome outfits and floppy hats like pointy red hats well okay chris says his first encounter with a gnome that he had was after he went to scotland of course and he met a satyr when he was in scotland dude what the fuck no bro this guy's a wow okay and he had been talking to the elementals and of course as his guest who i can't remember her name She's some crazy bitch who believes in gnomes. And I love that that's our, that's our cutoff. Like, we've been entertaining the idea of maybe demons and ghosts and fucking incubus, succubus, all this shit. It turns out it's all real. Everything. Eric, it's everything. It's all. Every... All fantasy is based in reality. Chris was on the shitter. Okay, he was taking a shit and talking to Dave Schrader at the same time. Interesting move. He said this? Yes, he was in the shitter. I had the door open, and yes, I was in the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. I was sitting down, (laughs) okay, and I was on the phone with David Schrader. And there was a figure about a foot tall peering around the corner just alongside the doorframe looking straight at me. And then all of a sudden I realized I'm looking at a little man. Now I screamed and Dave's like, what's going on? He starts laughing. You are (laughs) not going to believe what I just saw. Oh my God. Listen to me, Dave. I swear to you. I swear to you. I just saw something that looks like a gnome. And he starts laughing. He's like, get out of here. I said, no, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. Wait, is Dave Schrader standing in the bathroom watching him shit no he's on a phone call with him okay 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 because i i imagined they're having ghost talk while they're like in opposing stalls or dave is like having a very intense conversation he's like where are you going and he's like i gotta go take a shit and he's like he's like okay i'm i'm not done with my story yet so i'm coming with you no, no. He chose to have a conversation with Dave Schrader while shitting. I have definitely, like, kept you on the phone when I went and took a shit. I used to do that intentionally to you all the time because I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, pot calling the kettle black, but I wouldn't call, like, a business associate and be like, Oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, by the way, gnomes are real. <laughs> Well, okay, so the story goes, he's on the shitter after he gets back from Scotland. He meets a bunch of pixies. He was at a like some kind of event where he saw a bunch of pixies dancing around a fire. I think this was when he was on ayahuasca. Dude, what? Oh my god, I'm fat. I want to listen to this podcast so bad. So he's on the shitter. 
And he looks down and he sees a Gnomeo and Juliet gnome peek around the corner and go, eh, and like run down the hall. And he screams and Dave Schrader is on the other end suffering through this guy shitting. Here's a scream. And then Chris is like, bro, I saw a gnome. I wonder if, if it was just Chris was having a really harsh shit. And he's like, ah! and then Dave's like, are you okay? And he's like, um, yeah. And Dave's like, are you shitting? And he's like, no, no, uh, I saw a gnome. Yeah. No, gnomes are real. Did you gnome that? <laughs> I never got any respect there, really, you know? I have a healthy amount of, I try to have a healthy amount of respect for people uh, uh, a healthy amount of open-mindedness yeah but hearing these two people actually approach the existence of gnomes broke me there are people who believe in gnomes chris is like hey man we've had an eight foot eleven guy and one two foot tall guy there used to be pygmy tribes Guess what? Gnomes are probably real. And then the lady's like, yeah, they're earth spirits. They're earth sign spirits. And you know, the reason they can't go to heaven. Oh, they talk about gnomes, eternal souls, which they don't have. Because the fae, bro. Gnomes don't have souls? Gnomes don't have souls. So when they die, they just return to the earth. Because that's their element. Because they're a, an offshoot of elementals. Or perhaps an offspring of the fallen. If the Bible's correct, according wow! to Chris. Wow! This is great. So gnomes might be the children of Satan. Yeah. But they're not... They don't follow him. They're not demons, because that's imps. Imps are also real. And imps, oh, there you gotta watch out for imps, Eric. Chris is not a fan of imps. Yeah, because his fucking toaster stopped working one day, and he's like, damn imps! That was damn imps! I saw gremlins once. But that's the thing. They're they're talking about shit like Nomeo and Juliet is a documentary. Chris talks about a story where he asks if his mom's ever seen gnomes, which as an adult man, if I asked my mom if she had ever seen gnomes, she would straight up pull the will out in front of you and be like, hmm, what's this? Huh, what am I doing here? Am I blacking a name out? <laughs> she, she just tears it up and then writes a new will. All my shit goes into the ground with me. Yeah, anything, everything goes to literally anyone but Joel Kleinberger, my son. <laughs> so this grown man asks his mom if she's seen gnomes, and she's like, oh no, but I'd like to see a gnome. That would be wonderful. And then apparently Chris and his mom hear, as Chris, I'm going to do the impression as much as I can, hear... Hop, 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 oh, hop. Like the gnome, God. like the fucking Smurfs. Wow. Chris Fleming is so much more interesting than I thought he would be. She's going down the hallway and she hears us. Hut, 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 Right around her, like right behind her. When she tells me this, I go, Mom, oh my God. That sounds like a gnome. The follow-up to the gnome episode is the episode where he talks about taking a fuckload of ayahuasca. Yeah. 
There fucking is, man. The, the ayahuasca can be good for people, and it can absolutely fry some people. But, like, these people talk about seeing shit on DMT and ayahuasca as though it's they're communicating with interdimensional beings called the Fae. I mean, D- DMT, maybe, but, like, you're not seeing them when you're taking a shit. <laughs> Yeah, the lady says you mostly can see these things when you're, like, in an altered... Well, maybe. She says you can see them when you're in an altered mental state. So, sometimes that could be intense meditation. Pushing too hard. (laughs) You're pushing out a fist-sized dry shit. Joel, I do have an embarrassing story. Um... So, so you know how my mom always tried to convince me that fairies were real? When I was a little kid. Okay. Uh... And like we like to like she would she worked really hard to convince me that fairies are real, um, mm-hmm. to the point where she would like be like, oh, we have to leave butter out for the fairies, and then she would like take little finger digs out of the butter to make it look like tiny little bites, and she'd leave like little tr- like presents for me and little like stuff, and she'd be like, oh my god, and she'd like leave sparkles around and be like, oh my god, the fairies were here, and I'd be like, dude, it's real. <laughs> so so one time. Um, you know, because I had a lot of shit issues as a child, I would hold my shit as long as I could until it was an emergency. So yeah. when I took a shit, it was an emergency. So I'm taking one of those emergency shits and I am straining. I'm like knees waggling like seven years old, just, yeah. ah, you know, red <laughs> face. And you know when you, you push too hard and you start to see stars? Yeah. Well, I thought they were fairies. And I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I found out how to see fairies. I was taking a poop and I saw fairies. (laughs) Even my magic believing mom had to be like, um, I think you were pushing too hard. (laughs) Did, Did your mom happen to be part of the Fairy Investigation Society? A organization that Chris Fleming told me about in that podcast, which was formed in 1927, which is a semi-secret occult group devoted to collecting evidence and information about the existence of fairies in the Fae. No, she wasn't, and she isn't, and I know exactly why that fucking started. It's because those little girls took all those pictures with the cutouts of the fairies, and everybody thought they were real, and then they made a movie about it in the, like, early 2000s. That is interesting. That is the first set of images that they have on there. So, yeah. I knew it. Anyways, I just wanted to, like, put into context that you have Dave Schrader, who's, like, a mole person who at least can call out bullshit. He introduced us to the concept of pareidolia. Somebody mentions some bullshit and you hear a rumbling. And then the tiles on the floor rumble up and the dirt (laughs) spills out. And he comes out and he goes, pareidolia. Pareidolia. And then you got fucking Bill Chappell, who is such a skeptic and not playing Zach's game anytime he's on camera that Zach doesn't let him talk. Sitting across from them, right next to them is a fucking guy dropping DMT and talking to fucking satyrs. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell hell yes, dude. Like, what a, what a fucking lineup of judges. They should always have these three. I told the elementals that, you know, 
I would like to see a gnome, <laughs> okay? And I would like to see other elementals, which I've seen sprites since then, and I believe I saw some fairies when I was on ayahuasca. Wow, that was really cool. Zach lets out the ver, and he uh, accidentally starts another rebel yell <laughs> as he checks in on the teams, and Appalachie is like, yeah. And then he's like, all right, gals. And they're like, Rah! they let it out again. The trees, roots grow deep below. And then Appalachian Paranormal, they, they are starting in uh, the North End and the Civil War wing. They start with a prayer. Yep. That they kind of fumble. Jeff the Goober leads for the prayer, and it's real goobery. Lord, we uh, were asked. Thank you for. Uh, oh, geez. Um, oh boy. Oh, oh, I'm on the shucks. spot. I'm really on the spot here. Uh, Just uh, you know, you're great up there. Um, thank you for. Whew, uh, you really, you really did make everything, didn't you? Huh? Wow, yeah. boy. <laughs> ah. uh, Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. Let's eat. Anyone bring the young crustables? Just see, see eye shine of Nick in the fucking background <laughs> with a paper tube. With a tube. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Suddenly, there's an entire box of Uncrustables just being smacked in hyperspace. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the gals are starting, and Mandy Sturps, local girl, just name-dropping her relatives that were in there. Like, eh. That is, that's some solid work. Fuck yeah. Is showing up being like, hey, guess what? I know some of you ghosts already. Yeah, you may have known my great uncle. You know Romeo and Sherman kid. And this is kind of why I like this episode, except for one moment more than <laughs> anything else. There's this actual respect, which is new from these judges. Like, usually Zach and the judges are like, these fucking idiots. These fucking, oh, a thingy. Jesus oh. Christ, fucking a team of women. Who's the leader? What, is she chewing gum? What, is she a fucking idiot? Maybe <laughs> she should go back to the goddamn kitchen. <laughs> the fact that, like, right away, Dave is like, damn good move mandy fuck yeah yeah and like stacy starts doing the i'm so psychic thing like all oh, this room oh my heart's oh, been going oh there it goes yeah mm -hmm. oh it's happening i'm feeling something in my knees and it's not good it's not good it is definitely in my knees and then chris is just like yeah that's real for those that have a tear or a hole in their soul here is some spirit cock <laughs> Oh, bless. <laughs> oh, this is going to be an interesting podcast. We cut back over to the boys, and they're trying to interact with Lily, the little mm -hmm. girl. Yeah, little, little girl. <laughs> I, I kind of appreciate these guys. They are not the Lorge boys who were the prison guards right. at Moundsville. These guys are like, come in, they're like, Hey, Lily, Um, I know we're a bunch of big, sweaty guys. I'm sorry about that. You can uh, come out and talk to us, though. That'd be fun. Like, they got, like, a decent energy. It, it's also really funny because, like, if, if the judges were mad about that girl chewing gum prior, <laughs> they should be maybe a little mad about how heavy these guys are breathing. Because there are shots of them walking, and they're all just... Oh. 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 
Don't I know it? I, I remember. <laughs> Memories. According to the millimeters, they might not be the only ones breathing heavily because Lily keeps running back and forth. And then they get a, a scream. They get a good like series of screams and like follows up with like booms. But they're all ruined by the goddamn millimeter. Yeah. Like, if the Melmere wasn't screeching the whole goddamn time, you might actually be able to pick up on some of this shit. Meanwhile, Bill Chapper's just like, yes, my device. He's like, God, that Melmere's so sick. Mm. And then, back to gals, they're doing their investigation, and the fucking judges are just eating it up. And, and look, look at this. Back to right back. There. They're like soldiers. Three different angles. Absolutely. They're like soldiers. That's they're amazing. like commandos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they cover every single angle, these girls. Yep. Not only are they tough, but they have like the investigative style of a Navy SEAL platoon. Dave is so enthralled. He's like, these are my favorite women ever. Yeah. I love yeah. them. I want, I want sister wives and they will all be my sister wives now. Dave's turgosity begins right mm. here. Mm-hmm. Good thing he's got that desk of, of monitors right in front of him, because otherwise it'd be very uncomfortable. There is a, a sudden thump that you hear. <laughs> and Chris goes, that's a fucking gnome! There's a gnome! There's a gnome in your pants! And he's got it at 15 centimeters, which is only about six inches tall. Appalachia starts bribing uh, Jacob, and like Matt is doing this. He's got that kind of like down, calm southernness to him. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Jacob, uh, I, I heard they don't let you have beer, but hey, brother, you want to come down and hang out with me? I'll get you a beer, man. <laughs> Sounds mm-hmm. like a dad coming to coming to the door and just being like, hey, son, now now I heard tell that, you, that you, you're that you telling people you're gay. Now, uh, I, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about that, but uh, but, you know, I'm here. I love you. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn, okay? I brought two uh, rolling rocks. It's a non-domestic. I hear that's what you, <laughs> your types like. I don't know. I don't know how to to uh, say pronounce uh, correct uh, they them your pronouns. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm ready to try. Do you do you think it's because there's like multiple of you in them <laughs> in inside you with the them's? I don't know. I'm here to learn. I'm ready to learn. He starts wailing his siren, and I love... I can't remember who says it on Appalachia, but they're like, wow, that's overkill. It's fucking... It's it's their equipment guy. Meanwhile, Dave, moving slowly, like, more and more into deep insanity. I kept my eyes on him during this... The wailing of the... Of the siren and he he is steaming with anger Zach's like you should probably cover up your fucking ears and everybody covers up except for dave because dave's just like i won't move i'm not gonna fucking move for you you little bitch (laughs) have you ever seen like videos of psychopaths being interviewed by the cops (laughs) and they like never move Yeah. Dave has that like psychopathic anger where he's just like stock still, not breathing. Can you explain the uh the, the body parts in the in the trunk of your car? David, can you just tell us why you killed him? Did you say that there were gnomes involved? It was loud. <laughs> and they wanted it to be quiet. I made it <laughs> quiet. <laughs> 
No way no. am I gonna sit in a no. room with Dave. No. He's like scary enough. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Zach and Dave show up doing their like stern dad face where it's like, mm, this is the part where we criticize you and the judges let you know how they feel. And Dave is like, you know, teams, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, 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 huh? tyrant Dave Schrader is disappointed. <laughs> it zooms in on every single one of their eyes, all six. Oh, 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 into Mandy. <laughs> and then Dave. It cuts to a cutaway on top of all of their gasping faces, and it's it's just a close-up of his mouth, and it goes up in a smirk. He says, I'm disappointed because I have nothing bad to say. And then Boom! they go, oh! <laughs> Yeah, everybody, all, all six people fall over and start wiggling their legs. Put their hand behind their head, and they have a big blob of uh, liquid next to their head. <laughs> 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 Well, teams, this is the part where you ready yourself, because we're not going to hold back as judges. And I got to tell you, watching both of the teams so far, I'm extremely disappointed. I have absolutely nothing negative to say. Is it too late to abort? Billy Tolly gets brought in with his slow motion intro again, <laughs> which is the weirdest fucking affectation. Man, I couldn't stop thinking about you when he was, he's emerging from behind <laughs> Dave and, and and Zach, and he's in the shadows, and they keep it in slow motion for yeah. no reason. Suddenly, the only slow motion shot, suddenly, Billy Tolly. And they don't put his nameplate until, like, Zach is moving slow motion, and he comes, like, <laughs> and then like he, he emerges Billy Tully and he just and he just stands there and Zach hits play on the laptop yes yes it's so it, there's it's so like god damn it I wonder if that's that's part of the fucking like contract right there or he's like he's like listen Zach like I, like I love working for you for free. It's really cool. I love doing everything for you, but I just want to be like seen Just once per episode like it would be super cool and I want to be seen in slow motion Okay, please and Zach's like you are the editor just do what you fucking want as long as you stop Freeze framing my cutaways when my eyes are half closed. I want more cool effects I want to look at a fat man and have him disappear can you make that happen for me? Huh? Can you, Billy? This is the part of the episode where they usually present some evidence. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of this fucking dog YouTube video that they found? So this one is upsetting for two reasons. Uh, yeah. One, because it's not a video of a ghost. And no. two, they describe what the dog is doing completely wrong. Yeah. The dog is is stretching. The dog is just is in a dark room looking around and then does a little stretch and then leaves. And they're like, see, it's getting down like it wants to play with somebody. Even if it, the dog was doing play stuff, like dogs just do shit. I've, I've woken up to my cat randomly running at one of her toys on the ground and just like attacking it and then like jumping up on a table like... Pets entertain themselves. To, to be fair, Joel, 
cats are way more psycho than dogs when it comes to weird nighttime shenanigans. This is true. They are they are deeply uh, uh, connected to the other side, and they see random shit and they go for it. They do pierce the veil. Ponyo pierced the veil uh, through my face when I last stayed at your house. <laughs> she came and stared at my face and said, "Me." <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, she knows. She knows things. She knows more than you'll ever know in your whole life. She's killed 50 gnomes by herself and one satyr. The the one creature, the one creature that has never killed anything ever and never will. She hasn't killed anything on the material plane, Eric. Uh, She's only killed interdimensional gnomes. Ah, yeah. (laughs) We get back into the lockdown. They've switched side. The gals... They start heading to Lily's room, and this this is a very interesting sequence of events in this episode. They're going, and they hear footsteps, and then Marcy's like, silence, hold up, watch your six. <laughs> Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. Mandy says what I just said for <laughs> editing. Put that in. Put When I said Mandy, not Marcy. They then go to talk about seeing a ball and then Zach and the team hears an EVP that says, I don't want to talk to you that the gals miss. And Zach is like, you have to present that to me for a missed opportunity. Yeah. What the fuck is that bullshit? Like it's an EVP. So they can hear it through electronics, right? Yeah. Isn't that the uh-huh. idea is that like you can hear things through electronics that you can't hear in person. Mm-hmm. So he's going to call it a missed opportunity because these women didn't hear it? Well, Eric, you might uh, notice something on my head here. Oh. oh. <laughs> is it hair? No. No. <laughs> it is my fresh, slate gray, starched fedora. And at my side, I don't have a sword, I don't have my naginata. I've just reached into my pocket and pulled out my custom brass knuckles. Oh. I don't know if you noticed, Eric, but Zach, he thinks he's being so cool. He thought he was the EVP master because they heard the I don't want to talk to you, but I heard another EVP earlier that nobody mentions for some fucking reason. What? If you listen closely to when they freeze and they play back the audio for the footsteps, you clearly hear a male voice say, it must be. Whoa. Fedora tip, Zach. Wow, this is a strange fedora tip because this is uh, you discovering something instead of debunking. Zach thought he was so proud by demanding that that evidence be presented to him for a missed opportunity, but I go, heh. Nice try, kid. You warp behind him. Another personal kid. And then suddenly I just (laughs) slap him across the face. As he turns, he's turning into my moving fist. And the backhand brass knuckles move across his mouth. We cut back to the Appalachian Chonky Bunch, (laughs) they get a big bang. Mm -hmm. But it definitely sounds like an explosive fart down a hallway. (laughs) But that's, it's still scary. (laughs) 
There's a sound audibly down there. Oh. Oh, man, that's... It's all right. Are you here? Every time they get the big bang down the hallway, the Mel meter fucking goes off. Yeah. They ask the question, like, I don't, can this happen where a spirit is making a noise in one place and then causing this millimeter to go off? Dave, out of nowhere, as if it's the most common thing in the world, is like, oh, so they're asking the question of whether or not spirits are able to bilocate, yeah. as in exist in two places at once, which, of course, if spirits are energy, then why not? There it is. Why not? Paranormal challenge. Why not? What a fucking can of worms. Like, I'm surprised that Chris Fleming's eyes didn't just go completely demonic black. His pupils expanded so much. <laughs> I got to take a shit. <laughs> Dave just dropped the fact that spirits exist on the quantum level. Yeah. Because that's when, where energy can exist in theory until observed at two places at once, like electrons and whatnot. Yeah, that's quantum mechanics. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, that's very interesting. But why, then, why of not course, the fucking observer effect uh, and yeah. and, uh, and fucking like probability? Why not? Fucking ghost? Fucking why not, man? You know? He's like, it's time to make fun of these boys because they're from the south. He's like, it sounds like a bunch of Bill Clintons in there. I do not fuck that spirit. Oh my god, it's so bad. But he is making fun of Jeff, who just prior to that is going full goober. He sounds like one of the cops from Idiocracy, <laughs> where yeah. he, he looks down the hall and they're following the sound and he goes... There's a sound audibly down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to report that I've heard a sound audibly with my ears uh, in the general direction of down there. Uh, I need to report that right now on my report. Oh, man. And I'm so fucking tired of the Melmeter. I'm so... <laughs> I hate it so much. Like, it doesn't have to scream. They could just have the light on it. It's not as easily sellable television. Oh. I if hate you it don't so have it, scream. I hate it. Uh, speaking of things to hate, mm. back to gals. Uh, they have set up a ball that Dave Schrader's <laughs> like, oh, they put an X. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when they put the balls on the X. He's fully edged. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dear. God, I want to put my balls on that X so bad. And then Stacy puts on the solo cam. My fucking girl, right here. She is my favorite character. She goes into Jacob's room and she's like, none of this. I'm just a middle-aged lady no, shit. No. no, she's like, bro, you want to get up in my fucking gut? Stir my shit up, bitch. Dude, you can, you can tell this is not the first depressed alcoholic she's seduced. <laughs> <laughs> she so is large. she is she is rolling in <laughs> with some serious confidence. Sorry. There's plenty of other men in this world. I don't need you. But I want you. That is a necessity for me. My 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 the things we could do, Jake. She gets start, starts getting nauseous. She's like, oh Jacob's cause you're so deep and up my guts. <laughs> oh, stir it up, bitch. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I've ever seen somebody finally do it where they're just like yeah come here and fuck me spirits yo yeah it's great it's awesome i love it so much and i yeah. i'm so proud of her for 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 going for it she's like i'm ready to fuck 
Who's in here? Dude, my knees hurt all the time because of all the dick I suck. Uh, Get exactly. in here. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> you know why she got nauseous, though? Because she's a little bit psychic. <laughs> and she was picking up what Dave was putting down. <laughs> Yesterday, what did I text you? You said no spoilers, but fuck Dave Schrader. Would it be wrong if the judges each donned a white sheet and went upstairs? <laughs> See if we can get some action. And what's going on here seems pretty pervy, doesn't it? He asks, would it be wrong if the judges each donned a white sheet to see if they could get some action? Yeah. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Tricking people into having <laughs> sex with you is a form of rape. <laughs> So, oh, no. yes. Hey, look, man, Dave's from a different time, okay? In mole society, it is part of their mating ritual to dress up in a white sheet. Because the mole men are so foul, they, they have to cover up with a sheet or else the female moles will not allow them to approach. And this is, this is also just skipping over the fact that being a white man in West Virginia in a white sheet outfit is probably not <laughs> Honestly, my first thought was, is this some KKK shit? What is he doing? Hey, there's four guys here. We're all looking at this one monitor. Yeah. Chris, watch your girls. I, I just got to watch girl. the guys. Both of these segments end on kind of a lackluster thing because the women go back to the ball and it moves like, a half an inch and they're like yes yeah they are freaking out and it's like dude oh man that is like that is some of the lamest yeah even chris is like eh. but they're like howard dean yelling yeah <laughs> their presidential run is over that's an auspicious way to phrase it because we get into the evidence breakdown Appalachia gets two pieces of audio evidence. One of them is an uh, EVP that says, yeah. It sounds like a sneeze. Or uh, fucking Jeff, like, clearing his nose. Jeff's nose finally, his sinuses finally emptied uh, at once. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, Jesus, what is that? And then they get an EVP that says the girl, which is the only good piece of evidence they get all night. Yeah, it's not even that good because it's like spirit radio. They get a shadow figure. God, it's so bad. I get a nasty whiff of something putrid, even through my mask. And then the gals, they get two pieces of audio. One that says, oh, well, I've got a reason. <laughs> and everyone's like, hmm, a little bit too clear. I think we've been through this before. I can't imagine being those women in the room where Zach plays it back and he says, ow, 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 my knees. Yeah. Because that is exactly what it <laughs> says. Camera pans over to Stacy as she's complaining about her knees and she's like, oh, yeah. uh, um, oh, shit. Uh. And then their next EVP <laughs> says, y'all better be getting, which there's no words there. <laughs> but that is the most believable thing for a ghost to say in West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, y'all better be getting Y'all better get, get. Oh, y'all get out get. of here. And then they get the most boring orbs. And this is like the saddest I've ever seen the judges where they're just like, they're like okay. Oh, great. Uh, Fuck. Nobody likes an orb. Unless it's a thin, sexy orb. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, look, round orbs are out. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, it's time to, for a reality check, okay? Um, thin orbs are the only ones that matter, okay? It's just a fact of society, okay? Evolutionarily, they are better. Uh, they look better. They are more believable. Uh, round orbs could be anything, and so they're boring, and we could just ignore them, okay? This is Ben Shapiro on orbs. Yeah, I fucking... Man... <laughs> Ah! Ew, I can do Ben Shapiro much better than I can do Bill Clinton. Yeah, you can. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, I made myself sad. They end the episode, and it comes down to the evidence, and because Team Appalachie, our largest boys, our sweet, sweet southern sweaty gentlemen, <laughs> they did not submit an EVP that was one of them complaining about their knees. Surprisingly. Yeah. Appalachian Paranormal wins. The gals don't. They're pissed. Uh, Mandy cannot let this end without letting out one more rebel yell. Yeah. And you know what? That's it. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. I will admit, it was a lot of fun, and yeah. juxtaposed against Demon House, this shit was like really enjoyable watching experience. Like this was fun. This is like yeah. this is the energy I want from Zach Bagans. Yeah, this is pre-exploded eyes Zach Bagans, <laughs> and it's nice to have him back. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of good times on the show <laughs> it's time to challenge Zach Bagans to fight us in the dark good times. Those, end, those good times have come to an end and the challenge is on the challenge is on time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark in the dark we're getting a little punchy because it's almost three hours of recording Jesus Christ this is very dangerous guys. it's like we're going in for the attack I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Zach has a dungeon. Mm. But that doesn't mean he's a dungeon master. Oh. Because Chris Fleming pulled the veil back, and we now know <laughs> all realms of fantasy are real. So I want to challenge all of these boys to come to my dungeon. Because Chris mentions that evoking their names, the names of these things, bring their attention. So I want to make the hardest game of Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> ever. These motherfuckers roll characters, and all they're doing is battling the Fae with all of these fairy circles I've Ooh. built, all of these offerings to the Fae folk, some flutes for satyrs to play, and I want this to be, I'm going to make sure that they're all smoking ayahuasca. <laughs> that makes a D&D game hard enough. <laughs> they're all vomiting. <laughs> shitting their pants and i want to see chris fleming shit his ass wow. as a satyr rides a bull at him you die in the game you die in real life oh yep. man well joel mine is uh really different while you've got zach distracted i'm gonna be off making a little video 
Oh. And after I'm done shooting this video, I'm going to bring it to Zach and I'm going to say, hey, listen, Zach, this is real. I have a video of a woman making love to a ghost. <laughs> All right. Now, here's the thing. This is the most real ghost footage ever seen, ever recorded. And because of that, I need you to promise you will not shut your eyes or turn away. You will watch the entire thing. Okay. I'm going to have him sign a contract saying that he will not shut his eyes and he will not walk out of the room. Turn on the video. Classic porn set. <laughs> In walks Nancy. Nancy? Zach Baggins' mom. What? And, and she reads from her script and she looks around and she goes, Hmm, my, I sure could go for a good dicking. <laughs> and in comes Dave Schrader in a sheet. <laughs> and he says, Ooh, I am very horny and dead. <laughs> and Nancy says, Hmm, well, good thing my son is not here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and that's when they make deep, consensual love to each other. And Zach is contractually not allowed to not watch. And you know why I came up with this, Joel? Why? Because I'm fucking mad at Zach for forcing me to watch a fucking lobotomy. <laughs> there was a warning at the beginning. But that's not enough. There's no excuse for forcing anybody to watch that fucking bullshit. And so you guess what? Guess what, Zach? I'm making you watch Dave Schrader fuck your mom. Well, it's going to be really interesting because per my challenge and per Chris Fleming, if you evoke <laughs> the spirits, if you evoke the other world, they get involved. So as Nancy, Zach's mom, is like, boy, this empty pussy sure could use some ghost dick. <laughs> I feel like this might be too far. We may have finally gone too far. Dave Schrader is in his robe, his ghost, his ghost sheet. He comes in, he comes in in his ghost sheet, and you can tell he's naked underneath. Because it's, it's a smaller sheet, but you can see his, like, white legs. Sticking out the bottom. <laughs> it's only it's a sheet that only goes down to, to his, his torso. Knees. Goes down to no. his knee. <laughs> it's above the dick. It's above the dick. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like a toddler a toddler size ghost uh, costume. Yeah. <laughs> it's just long big legs and Dave's schlong. But then the lights start flickering. On set. <laughs> that's when Dave is able to become two. And that's when we get the most intense Dave Schrader DP scene ever. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he bilocates and he, he becomes he becomes bisexual and bilocates. He also dies. Um because he dies. because he is invoking the the existence of him as a ghost so he becomes a ghost and lucky for you joel that means he's dead 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> he bilocates straight to the fucking spirit realm, the he, shadow zone. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Well, Patreon supporters. Oh, that's right. Thank God this is just for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> At least there's a paywall to stop us from getting sued for this one. <laughs> we do really appreciate you. Oh, we love you all so damn much. We are going to the Old South Pittsburgh Hospital in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. You heard Pittsburgh. You might have thought Pennsylvania, but we're going to Tennessee. This is another location we've never been to, which is exciting. And we have the two teams, the OPS, the Office of Paranormal Studies, and we have Tennessee Wraith Chasers. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Ah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Eric. Hey, I Joel. You. I love you right now. I love back. you. We are, I am getting out of this episode Joel, of cold. I would, I would put on a sheet to love you, my boy. Eric, <laughs> I would put on a tiny, just down to my navel sheet for you as well. <laughs> God, what a weird episode. Oh, that was good. All right. That was great. <laughs>